When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the DMZ Podcast. Welcome to the DMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason. Oh, oh, we already oh, blew it. Hold on. Senior first. <laughs> it goes Senior in first. It goes in order. Let's go. Age before beauty. Go ahead. Uh, Jason. And Derek here. One, one, and then it's Harvey. Jason. <laughs> uh, okay. So Welcome back, Harvey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, this is a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start with Tristan Thompson. I just think this is interesting. Um, I want to give you my take on this. So Drake uh, just dropped a music video, and there is a special appearance by one Tristan Thompson. And there are a lot of people now... Uh, writing about this, people talking about it on social media saying, oh my God, because the premise of this is that Drake says, I finally want to settle down. I want to get married. And um, he's at a Jewish wedding. He's the groom. And it turns out there are 23 brides. And Tristan Thompson is the one beforehand who basically says, yeah, take the plunge. But as best it, man. As best man. And it's clear that what Drake is saying is that you can't be just committed to one person. And that's the way he rolls. And that's the way some people roll. And people are writing this like, oh, my God, I can't believe he dropped this on the heels of Khloe Kardashian going crazy on the show, you know, saying, how dare Chris? Well, of course, everybody knew this before the Kardashian show aired the other day. And Tristan Thompson, to me, is just leaning into it and saying, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing. You, you say leaning in, I say rubbing her nose in it. I mean, he's doing a love poem to polygamy uh, as the best man saying, take the plunge and marry a row of women. The video is kind of funny because it looks like he's marrying one woman and then you see an entire row of women that Drake is marrying. With 23 rings. You, With 23 rings. So he's sort of rubbing her nose both, in you're it. You're both right. He is both at once. Tristan is saying, I am a polygamist and I am always going to be polygamist. I am I, not a polygamist. I'm going to marry more than one. He's going to involve... Polyamorous. Polyamory. Yeah. And he's going to have sex with multiple women. He's going to be in open relationships, and that's what he wants. It is also rubbing your nose in it because this special just came out. Chloe's clearly hurting. And what she was really upset about was not, according to Chloe, was not necessarily that he banged other women, but that he did it without protection. And he's never apologized but he's, but, for but, that. But, but, but he's not talking about having children. He's just talking about. I'm not talking about protection for children's sake. I'm talking about protection for, for not bringing STDs back to your wife. That's what Chloe was so upset about. I completely misunderstood then the Kardashians because I thought it's what she both. was saying, I thought she was talking about don't have kids with them. It's both. It, it, it's both. You wear, yeah, you wear don't protection have kids for with them, but you wear protection. I never saw it that way. If he's going to have other kids. I, I understand your point, yeah, but yeah. I. Fair enough. I, that's really interesting. I didn't see oh, it that you, way at all. I thought it was, I thought it was just Chloe saying, "This is ridiculous. Don't be with other women." But if you're going to do that, don't make babies. Don't make babies. It's both. I read it as both. But here, the other situation that's different is this is him patting himself on the back. And this is what sort of bothers me. You're saying so patting himself on the back. 
He's saying what he believes. This is the way not, he. Not in the way you think. I don't think he's. He I think, being he, honest. I think he's, he's being honest with the world. He's like, this yeah. is who I am. I don't think this is who he is. And this is what bothers me about it. So I say patting himself on the back. I think he's spinning what he does. What he does is he was in a committed relationship with Chloe and cheated on her. A polyamorous relationship is entirely different. All of those women in the 23 uh, dresses are on board. If Tristan wanted to be in a polyamorous relationship with Chloe, he could say, hey, do you mind being one of 23 women? That's not what he said did. that with his, with his, his actions. actions and he kept going back to her and we don't know what but the he's calling himself. Yeah, we don't, don't know what right. the conversations That's were right. Like. Well, and we know what Chloe's reactions well, are. Well, no, but Chloe's reactions seem to be more about the baby. It seemed to wrap it up. If you're going to do it, Wrap it up. Yes, I, but it's been framed as she's been the cheated on woman all of this you know time. What? Right? It's, and it's so, so what he's of, doing now yeah. is saying it's not cheating. It's I love lots of women and they're all on board. That's not the Chloe situation. Well, so the Chloe situation is bollocked up because you've got two things going on. The fact that he was with other women, but the fact that he also had a baby. And yes. which one was more dominant in Chloe's head? When I watched it, I mean, I don't know what's in her head. I'm just a viewer. It seemed to me it was more it like having the baby. The baby. Yeah. Well, that's what got him. That's what got him caught. And that's what embarrasses her. Or is that the whole world knows about it, right? It's what got him caught. Because but for not knocking, I think that's up. her second best option. She's like, if you're gonna do it, and I realize that you seem to do it a lot, right, right, right. at least do it responsibly. The video is fantastic, though. It is so funny. It's the really whole, good. The way through, it's really well. I gotta done. say, it's really good. It's really good. Um, okay, I, I want to. I'm so. I can't <laughs> wait to talk to you guys about this January 6th thing. This yeah. new, this new thing between Trump and Pence. But let's first get into Amber Heard to kind of wrap this up because I think this is we've not heard from a jury yet, and I am fascinated by what this juror said. He's anonymous. Uh, he wa he spoke to Good Morning America. Um, did not want his name revealed. He wasn't on video, but he said a lot, and I I was just fascinated that. Maybe there were two fatal errors, at least according to him, the way I understood this, um, that caused Amber Heard to lose this case. One was not just the the, the the swings between crying and being ice cold, as he put it, but looking at the jury yeah. when staring, he said when when she was doing it because it, it the way I understood this juror, it felt like performance. Yeah. And it felt uncomfortable. He used the word uncomfortable when he said she would turn and stare at us, which they didn't like. And that sounded performative. And you could see it during her entire testimony. She would get the question from yeah. direct or, or cross and then turn to the jury. It's almost like she would look, it's almost like he was saying she would look at the lawyer and say line. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then next question, she was like, calm again. And Harvey, you said it yesterday. And I think you're absolutely right. The, we had a pure. He said, she said they had two different stories about the exact same conduct. He said he never touched her. She said he, he hit me. That's the ultimate uh, uh, right. issue in the case the jury had to determine. They looked at her looking at the jury not seeming particularly truthful to be the proxy for credibility and they found that this whole these antics, these looking at the jury, these pretend cries, all this stuff was they found that non-credible and they found her non-credible as a result and therefore when the he said she said question came up come came down to their deliberations she said well, they said we believe that he's and and, and 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 one other thing though i think it matters that both of them are actors i think it really mattered and that they were looking to see whether these professionals were acting or telling the but truth. But which way does that cut? Johnny Depp is the bigger but actor, the better actor, so he's he gave a more convincing performance, but, and she's a worse oh, actress. No, so they say, they, they, they're saying well, he no, gave... not okay, no, no, because no. then they're both acting. They're saying he gave no performance. By being 
like between the lines the entire but that's track. A great Isn't that a great performance? That's a great performance. I, I, mean, I understand that. Right. That's what, I, but, that's but, what but I'm saying. But it comes it, off as more authentic. A performance and they're like, you're a better actor. When you actor. watch that trial, you had, to, you had to come away with the conclusion that she seemed non-credible. She seemed like she was performing. And maybe you're saying, well, that's because he's a better actor. She seemed totally inauthentic. So that the whole thing, totally inauthentic. Right. But I don't credit his ability to convey himself as Let's definitely authentic. Her. He's just but better what at he, doing it. Derek, he may have not been... Con- he, he, he may. I she don't may think, too. <laughs> maybe it wasn't acting. It was holding back what he really, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of rage that Johnny Depp feels sure. because he says she ruined his life. And I don't, I, I think he withheld that rage and was very calm and never broke that way. And when you compared it and contrasted it to Amber on the stand looking at the jury, it felt more like was, he wasn't acting and she was. Yeah, he wasn't chewing up scenery like Joe Pesci and she really went for it. But I'm still saying both could be acting, right? No, and and the problem be. is he might have taken well, the tone of the like, three of us if I stay calm, it'll be a better the three of us don't know what happened. We can only look at the evidence that was presented, the yeah. way it was presented. And when you watch that, it's very hard to take her perform, to look at her and think, I believe every word she's saying. It's very hard. Well, Here's what a, but the second thing that, to me, that I'm a little surprised at this because I felt it was relevant, but I didn't think it was critical. Um, what really seemed to sink her yeah. was the donations, the $7 million that she received from Johnny Depp as a settlement in the divorce where she said that it would be split evenly between the ACLU and Children's Hospital. I Look, I was told early on by somebody um, – She's never going to give that money. You will see. And sure enough, that's what happened. And she lied about it when she was on TV in Britain saying she gave the money to the ACLU because she tried to shade it in the trial in the United States by saying, I pledged it and I don't see a difference between a pledge. And and Camille Vasquez said, bull. And, you know, and... The the jury wasn't so much interested in that exchange as they were what she said on that television I show. I agree. That she was a liar. And they said it was devastating for her. You've yeah. said countless times during this, it's not, if you catch someone in a clean lie, and this was as clean as they had, she said in Britain gave, and in the, on the stand in the, her trial, she said pledge is different than donate and tried to be cute with it. It was the cleanest lie they had her on. And that tells the jury, if she lied about this, which is pretty damn apparent, she could have lied about the entire what, thing. And, and what it is was she critical. lying about? She's lying about giving money to charity that she never gave. A horrific It really lie. shows no intent of giving. It's a horrible, horrible moment. I was, I, like you, I was surprised to hear it because it hadn't been the focal point of right. the trial right, or the right, discussions. Right, right. But looking back, it's obvious they would hold this against her. Yeah, and right. I agree with you. If yeah. capable about lying about charity, what, then you, you start to think the person yeah. is capable about lying about anything. What, what, what did they call it? A fiasco? Yes, a fiasco. He said the juror said that was a fiasco. And also the juror was interesting saying, you know, all these, everybody was saying, in fact, Amber's lawyer said on on TV that uh, social media sunk her. Yeah. And he said, bullshit. He said, yeah. we didn't, two, of three of us don't even go on social media. Right, right, right. Let, let me ask one more question. You were a trial lawyer, Jason. Yes. Part of what the juror said that struck me was the eye contact part. That she was staring at us and it was uncomfortable. When you tell a witness, they're supposed to actually communicate with the jury. That's part of preparing part the of witnesses coaching. to say, you're not telling the story to me. You're convincing those people. And that's part yeah. of what a lawyer tells. Did she just overdo it and mismanage the balance. Way. Yeah. It's, it came off as so inauthentic when she was like turning and staring and crying in a moment, not crying in a moment, and vacillating between rage and passivity. It was just the whole performance was very, very odd and yeah. in the wrong way. She took but the yes, wrong note. You are you do tell your your witnesses to connect with the jury by looking at them from time to time. I don't want to. And they pour, held it against her. I, yeah. I, I don't want to pour salt in the wound, but a lot of people are saying, "Can Amber Heard come back?" And we talked about 
this on our special on the yeah. uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard from Love to Hate. Um, by the way, unavailable on Hulu now. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, movie studios might say, it's not so much that she lost the case, but she was such a bad actress yeah. during the case. <laughs> I bet you should get like a Razzie for this performance. Not to so, rub salt so. on the wound, but you just dumped a pile of Morton on her open wound. <laughs> but that's essentially what the jury said. <laughs> not no, only, I mean, that is essentially what the jury said. You're a terrible actress <laughs> yeah. as well. But that's what the jury yes, said. Yes, you're right. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, I, I just couldn't wait to talk to you guys this morning. I I know this came out last year in this book, um, Peril, um, by Woodward and Costa, but that it made its way now to the January 6th committee. And I think this is so relevant and interesting and important, this conversation between Donald Trump and Mike Pence, where Donald Trump essentially was, you know, was telling Mike Pence, you have the power to overturn the election. And Pence said, look, I have done everything I can legally to see if there was a path here. There is no way. It is not constitutional. I have to I, I have to validate this election. And Trump said, no, you don't. And don't he be said, a wimp. I, I, no, no, don't no, no, no. That's not my point. Yeah. When he said, he said, I don't have the power. Donald Trump's reaction was, and he said, and he said, do you, don't you think that, that you could do this? And he said, one person should not be able to do that. One person cannot do that. Trump's reaction. And I think these words, they sound silly, but I think they're so important. He said, yeah, but wouldn't it be cool for you to do it? When somebody says, wouldn't it be cool in the face of somebody saying, I don't have the authority to, that to me is the closest to show intent on the part of Donald Trump. When you say, wouldn't it be cool? You are saying, I know you can't do it legally, but wouldn't it be cool if you did it? And then he tried to pressure it's him the, to do it. It's the older jock trying to get his friend to you know, smoke weed and say, it's, wouldn't but, it be cool? But this, it, this, this goes yeah. to the Justice Department looking to see whether there was intent on yes. Donald Trump's part. And as silly as it sounds, I think wouldn't it be cool comes as close to that as anything I've uh, heard. I think it gets us there. Intent of what, though? In, intent to overturn the will of the people. Knowing that it's unlawful. Notwithstanding the fact that it's unlawful to do so. And that's the that's the key issue that they're investigating. What I, I followed this from January 6, 2001 until today very, very closely. I was learned something yesterday that struck me to my core, which is had Mike Pence, and maybe we knew this, but it just hadn't crystallized me. Had Mike Pence just said, okay, Mr. President, and done it. Mike Pence's lawyer took the stand, very impressive, I've forgotten his name. He was on the stand yesterday testifying before the House Committee for a long period of time, and he said he would have, had Mike Pence done it, and he knew it in the moment, there would, this election would have been decided in the streets, meaning through combat, oh, yeah. 
in the streets. Right. Mike Pence was all that stood behind and his willingness to stand up to Donald Trump. And a lot of us are not Mike Pence fans. Like he has said some really awful things in his past about gay rights and women and a whole lot of other things. He saved our democracy. Yeah, no, Honestly, it, I don't mind too fine a point the on it, but he the, saved our democracy. The, the Democrats on the committee are essentially saying that, by, and especially that he stayed in the Capitol, that he wouldn't flee the yes. Capitol because he thought that was important. And you got to remember, I mean, it's it's fine to say now, well, none of the officials died from it, but they didn't know that was going to happen. And he insisted on staying, even though, and, and it was so weird that it was almost like he thought that the car that the Secret Service agent was driving might have been a Secret Service agent who had who, who was in the ear of the president right. or a, who had the ear of the president. Right. And I think he was af- he was afraid that if he left the Capitol, that there would yes. you know, the, the, democracy would end. And I think yes. and, and I think the fact that he wouldn't get in the car just shows the level of of. A commitment, cons- profile, and courage kind of stuff. Well, but the but to think that yeah, maybe the Secret knew. Service right. agent yeah. is in the pocket of Donald Trump. Right. Not, not that there was proof of that, sure. but he was worried and, about it is really shocking. Let me shocking. ask a question. I, I feel like we're a little bit off course. Did Donald Trump have a, uh, uh, did he want Mike Pence to not certify the election? Absolutely. I think we are there. Like, did he, did he have oh, a, course. did he have a good faith basis for asserting so? I don't think so. But did he believe subjectively that no, he, he did? What yeah. I don't okay. think they have the connection to is the, did he organize or foment the insurrection? That's a, to me, that's a different question than did Donald Trump try to pressure Mike Pence? But I, I think Donald Trump yeah. tried to pressure Mike Pence, but did Donald Trump organize an insurrection or was he going to be the beneficiary of an insurrection? Those are two very different things in terms of Donald well, Trump's culpability. Two, two elements and I'm no the, Donald there's, Trump fan. There's two but. elements of the insurrection. The first is the rioters who stormed the Capitol. That's element one. Number yes. two is notwithstanding the rioters, he was telling Mike Pence, ordering Mike Pence, to not certify the election in in defiance of the Constitution, that act in itself well, is criminal. Well, alone without no, insurrection. No, but but you're both right. Yes. I mean, there are two elements to this. One is what you said, which is was he somehow involved in the conspiracy to overthrow the government? That's clearly one. But the second is this: it's like if you are if you know that Pence doesn't have the power, and in spite of that, try to undermine democracy, that is also I believe a crime that could be prosecuted. Sure. And Separate, when but, and when yeah. you say, wouldn't it be cool? That means even though you don't have the power, wouldn't it be cool to do it? Right. And you're pressuring your vice president. I think that's as close as you get to proving yeah, it. And, and I think Donald Trump's lawyer who asked for a pardon and wasn't given a pardon is now that the evidence against him is extremely strong that he knew he admitted to. Oh, he knew. Mike Pence's lawyer that it would be a 9-0 decision against them in the Supreme right. Court. But he said, I don't care. I want yeah. the vice president to not certify the election anyways. It, 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 this the is whole the closest. Thing, it's yeah. horrifying. It, it, is, it is horrifying. It is terrifying about how thin a line it was between the democracy we enjoy and complete. And you know, and, 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 and I'm sorry, and you know, you know how I feel about Bill Maher. You got to give him his, I was just about to say, you got to give him his flowers. He Bill, said this Bill guy Ma- wouldn't leave. Bill Maher started saying this yeah. in 2018. Yeah. And, and everybody said, because we've had this discussion, because yeah. I watch him religiously, and we've all had this discussion over the years when Bill Maher was saying it. And everybody- I said he was an alarmist. I agree. Everybody I, I was saying, wrong. oh, come on. He's not. And Bill Maher was just on this and on this and on this. And he understood the core of Donald Trump, yeah. which is- 
about amassing power and keeping it. That's right. He said it early. He said, this guy's not going to leave. And he tried not to leave. It was almost beat for beat. He said it every week. Every week on his show, he beat that drum. He said, this guy won't leave. Do you want one last little bit? Did you see the part with Dan Quayle? No. So Mike Pence was trying to figure out whether or not he could do this and reached out to Dan Quayle. And Dan Quayle, living vice president who has certified an election that he lost uh, or that that his ticket lost. And Dan Quayle, sort of a profile and courage said there's no way out of this certify the election what are you doing right and it was influential on pence because pence was like well there's something in arizona and dan quayle the quote was i live in arizona there's nothing certify it and i i thought it was a cool moment for by the way my 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 last (laughs) you don't my wrapping this every single witness that has testified is a hardcore conservative there was a judge that took the stand yesterday named judge ludig one of the great conservative minds of the last 50 years. And when we say conservative, we An mean the judge. Ken, a, a appellate court judge in the Ken Starr, Karl Rove school of conservatism. Short list and of Supreme Court candidates every time. Every single yeah. time. One of the great minds of American jurisprudence. And he said what happened here was an attempt to overthrow democracy and overthrow the government. Nothing short of that. I guess what I don't understand is. To hear him say that was jaw dropping. But I got to tell you, it's like, of course it was. I mean, yeah, but these lack no, Luddy is, here, here, is here, as far here, right as the, you can get. Well, here, but here's the problem. Of course, that would, what that's what this was about. Yeah, of course, and right. I know that there's a huge group of people, a, a, a huge group of people, almost I don't know forty percent, whatever, that just they don't believe this and they think, oh, this was not a riot and everything else. I mean, for anybody rational at this point, of yeah. course yeah. this was. No, you're right. F- it's like it's so obvious. We're fighting against Scarecrow. Mo- yeah. But his fans I, are I, saying, I, I, "Let's I, move on." Why I've are we been, still talking? I've about been it? away, and we haven't even talked about this. But I watched the uh, you know the prime time opening of this hearing. Uh, you look. I mean, it was compelling, but it it didn't move the needle for you know to get other. What I really thought they would do is what came out yesterday about that. What I wanted to see was I wanted to see. Donald Trump in the Oval Office for those two and a half hours. Everything you could tell me about what he did. And I wanted to know the first four outtakes of his speech. Because that's going to show people stuff they, you know, this shows what Donald Trump was really about. And I always thought you lead with the strongest stuff if you're really producing this. And to me, this, I mean, because like what we're talking about now, that came out in the book a year ago. Right. But this is, I mean, I'm dying to see still the first four outtakes where Trump, it it didn't work for whatever reason, do it again, do it again, do it again. I want to see what he said. Yeah. And I also want to hear everything about what he was saying when he was watching television because there were people in that Oval Office. I want to know that. And to me, that's the lead. And it's not even so much that you're going to convince the 40%. Yeah. But what you're going to do is animate the people who understand yeah. that this was an attempt to overthrow democracy yeah. to go to the polls. Yeah. My favorite part I've learned so far is that Rudy Giuliani was completely hammered on the election. Hammered, man. Yeah. What did he say? No, I wasn't. I was... Uh, he, he, he I, I, I know he came up with something, but every single person who was there said the guy came in reeking of alcohol, stumbling around, slurring his words completely. Hammered. What happened to Rudy Giuliani? He's a character. He was himself. such a hero. What he happened? was a hero 20 years, 21 the years hero ago. Of 9/11. The hero of 9-11. The hero, By the way, earned, the not just a political, you know, opportunist, a true earned hero of 9-11. 
crazy. It's remarkable. Uh, okay, final thing, Tom Hanks. Um, I think people have now seen this video where Tom Hanks really went off on these fans who got way too close as he, he and Rita were walking out of a restaurant in New York City, almost tripped her, and he turned and said, you stay the F away from my wife. Yeah. Bring some items. I bought some items. How you doing? It's been a long time. Be careful, Tom. Watch out. Move. 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 It's been a long time, Tom. How you been? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop it. What are you doing? Back the f off. What are y'all doing? What do you want? You Knock it over my wife. Yeah, they're bugging. Sorry. I'll tell you, two things really struck me about this. You know, one is that I've just seen this over the years. Everybody thinks, you know, these celebrities are cardboard figures. That, you know, Tom Hanks is notoriously a nice guy. That doesn't mean nice guys don't get triggered. And then you look at people who are, you know, show much more emotion. Well, they can also be nice. And it's like people are people and they mm -hmm. and they have personalities. They don't have just one voice, one, you know, sure. they're not one dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this showed that. But the other thing is just juxtaposing that against Will. what happened on the Oscar night is that's, so That's amazing. the most interesting thing. The way Will Smith also triggered uh, went up and walked 100 feet and slapped another star in the face versus Tom Hanks just screamed at somebody, stopped the, yeah. stopped what happened, had Will Smith act similarly. It, it forces you to over. look at the counterfactual. If Will Smith, who both shouted at Chris Rock and slapped him, it had just shouted, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, it would have been like almost a parallel with what Tom Hanks right, did. But and I think he would have skated as a hero. He might have been lauded by some people. Maybe some people would have said, listen, have a better sense of humor. Chris Rock is telling jokes. This was obviously different. This was you Tom know, Hanks a, felt a, a, a pat crush and he point, felt yeah. sort of threatened. But, but it would have gone totally differently. It was that he marched up on stage and slapped him. And Tom Hanks is in full control. Even though he's giving those uh, those cameramen a death stare, as, as people have called it he's fully in control Here's never takes thing. a swig doesn't lunge tom hanks's actions were just as effective in stopping continued violations of his wife's sanctity as were will smith's which is it stopped entirely yeah. right those people who he yelled at backed off six feet the bodyguards came in and got in between they were ushered away it was just as effective i want to disagree with you on that i think in a way what will smith did did the opposite of stopping people talking about that because if you saw oh, you think it was le even less effective no 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 if you remember some of the reaction was going after uh, going after Jada yeah. saying okay you have alopecia it's not cancer i'm not embracing that or not embracing right, right. that. People were saying it was unmerited. It's just baldness. It brought additional, yes. it You're brought additional attacks right. on Jada. It actually additional hurt yes, Jada. Yes, of what the joke You're was. Right. You're right. It was even, so Tom Hanks was even more effective than Will Smith Tom was. Hanks was effective. Yeah. Will Smith was counterproductive. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's true. You're absolutely right. It's really interesting. The other thing is Tom Hanks got to act all tough, though, because he had he was surrounded by bodyguards who whisked him away. Well, no, 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 you but, know, he turned around. He but you got to love, you gotta love the guy with the Wilson ball. You got to love the guy who wanted to get Wilson signed. <laughs> was the best part of it. All. Okay, we'll see you Monday. Have Thanks, a good week. Bye.